An improvised D&D adventure. Hello! And welcome, welcome to City of Town! An improvised D&D adventure! Fully improvised, not necessarily fully synchronized. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that that little bit of dissyncopation is delicious. It really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just eat up that lack of synchronization. Mm-hmm. You're dang right. Uh, that lack of synchronization is due to uh, to us actually recording this podcast remotely. Yeah. Where are you at, Michael? In Los Angeles. And where am I at, Casey? Houston. <laughs> so we are doing this remotely. Usually we're in a studio together. So if things sound a little bit different or we're a little bit out of sync, that is the reason why. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun D&D adventure. It's going to be a little bit different, Casey. It's going to be an incredible D&D adventure because we're literally adventurous currently. Oh. We're out of our element. I'm not, but... Okay, so you're in your home, but you've never recorded a podcast from your home. Oh my god, you're right, I haven't. Nope. That's wild. Oh, mind blown. Indeed, out of your element. You're out of your element, Schwartz. Oh no. (laughs) So scary. You know what else is scary? Rules. What? Oh, rules are scary, but we have to abide by them. We abide by the rules at City of Town, a D&D adventure. What are the rules, Michael? All right, the rules of City of Town and Improvised D&D Adventure are, number one, there are no rules. But there are <gasps> sort of rules, which is confusing. Oh, okay. Uh, so you know how in D&D, usually like you plan everything out ahead of time and the DM knows exactly what's about to happen? Yep. Well, that's not Improvised D&D. In Improvised D&D, we make up every single thing on the spot. There is no prep work, no character sheets, nothing. We don't know at all what's about to happen. We're going to make it all up entirely on the spot, and it's going to be an absolute blast. We do loosely follow D&D 5e rules, but we don't reference the rule books or worry about it. We make up feats. We make up spells. We do whatever the heck we want to do. Isn't that right, Casey? Dang right. We are rogues by nature. (laughs) And we (laughs) definitely some chaotic neutral going on here. Oh, absolutely. We're frisky. We're always frisky, and we're frisky today. So frisky. Yeah. And you know what we use to be frisky? What do we use to be frisky? We use two dice. We use the D20 and the D6. Oh. We use the D20 for all ability checks, whether that's strength, charisma, acrobatics, stealth, um, any of those types of things. Inside, IBK, everything. We also use the D6. The D6 is for other sort of game mechanics that we come up with on the spot. That can be damage and the like, but it could also be how fast a train is going. Um, or whether or not or- your sister finds you in a game of tag. Exactly. If you don't recognize that, go to listen to episode six, maybe. If you're correct about that episode episode number, I'm going to be so absolutely impressed with you. I think I might be. I I believe it. I think I might also be wrong. (laughs) You can't think Uh, two things, Casey. I can can hold both truths to be true. Mm. I don't know. All right, Michael, I think we're ready to do some adventuring. I think we are, too. Today, Mr. Casey... Is going to be the dungeon master. That's me. And Mr. Michael will be the player. Uh, the player extraordinaire. Thank you very much. Ooh, the, sorry. And Michael will be the player extraordinaire. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Ooh, this you is going ready? to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I'm, uh, ooh, I'm getting all warmed up, getting all excited. Ooh, I think it's time the, for an adventure. Feel the friction. You start out, as most adventures often do. With your eyes closed, you hear the sounds of a city bustling around you. Oh, is it a a city I've heard of? It's the city of town. (gasps) We're actually in the city of town this episode. I don't know if we're in it. We haven't done that since episode one. Nope, we're back, baby. (laughs) We're back to the city of town. Back to the city of town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. town. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) <laughs> you you open your eyes and you see uh you do you see the town bustling around you you're in the city center oh nice 
Are you originally from the city of town or are you a traveler? Oh, I am absolutely a traveler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people in the city of town are travelers. Yeah. And so you have, well, you know what? Roll a, roll just a basic uh, knowledge check for me. All right. Uh, that would be a 12 plus a 1, so 13. 13. So you're you're pretty aware of the town and, and how it kind of functions. You've been here for a couple of days. Uh, what are you doing in the city of town? Um, you know, I'm actually here uh, on a very personal mission. Uh, my <laughs> my uh, son ran away from home, oh and I am trying to find him and oh. bring him back. All right, folks. Well, let's bring this son home. Let's or do it. And by the way, I am mm -hmm. a tabaxi. Yeah! <laughs> you know, we feature Tabaxi far more than any campaign would. Dude, I don't <laughs> think Tabaxi get nearly enough attention. Are you kidding me? Badass, like, freaking cat people? Tabaxi are incredible. Have you seen, like, yeah. the, the, like, race uh, picture for them in the, in the uh, source books? It's freaking amazing. Dude, you know I so have. This dude, like, hanging you... off of, like, a tree with, like, mm -hmm. these long, gangly limbs, which, like, also... Cats don't have that long of limbs in real life, so it's a little weird to actually have, like, hella long limbs. Have you ever pulled on a cat's legs? No, I'm scared of cats. Well, that's true. Well, I've pulled on my cat's legs, and she's pretty... You're surprised at how long she can get. <laughs> <laughs> when you draw and quarter your you cat... You pulling on your cat, your cat's legs is going... Damn, you long. <laughs> Damn, she long though. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> shout out to Amadeus. I love you. I'll Aww. protect you. I promise. Nothing anyways, will ever hurt you. Let's focus up, bruv. We yeah. haven't even done anything. I've yet. got a son to find. Yeah, we yeah we do. Um, so you spent a couple of days. You've you know you've asked around at some of the local taverns and everything, and you the last night. Uh, you suddenly got a piece of paper that slid under your door. You opened it and you said, meet me in the town center at um, when the sun is highest. Ooh, do I recognize the handwriting? Roll, roll a perception check for me. Uh, that would be a six plus one, seven. <laughs> a six. You know, you... You, there's something that tickles at the back of your brain, but you really can't place it. You you don't draw you don't draw any knowledge from anything about the letter itself. Mm. You just figure you might as well show up if you want to figure out where your son is. That makes sense. And so, I, a little bit more backstory about me: I'm actually yeah. just a simple farmer from a long <laughs> line of farmers. Uh, I think my my son is. I, I say I think because I like I'm not in my son's head, so I don't really know his motivation. But I'm yeah. pretty sure that my son uh, is trying to rebel against our rural family ways. And he doesn't yeah, want to just be a farmer like us. He wants to go off and be an adventurer and live in big cities. But he's hey, only 15. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I don't think that he understands how, how, how dangerous the world can be. Ah, oh, man. I can sympathize, you and this, know. This is my first it. time in a city, too. <laughs> Your first time ever? Yeah. I never had to go to the city. Oh, that's I, so I fun. live in my little rural town and I've never mm -hmm. really adventured outside of it. And like this is this is the farthest I've gone. I get you. So, you know what? So for any sort of city uh or town uh checks, you're gonna be rolling with disadvantage. Oh, perfect. Um, my detailed how... backstory has hurt me. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh but you know, you might I Dude, if you gotta like get into a farming competition or something, you're gonna kill. Oh yeah. Also, I'm not a great fighter, but I do have a pitchfork. Oh, that's my heck weapon. Yeah, that's freaking lit. Is it yeah. rusted? Uh, n I'm not like no. I take good care of it. It's oh, old. Man. It's old. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's all. Yeah, you can tell that it's old by like some like little scratch marks on it and stuff. But oh yeah, it's definitely you, dinged up. But I've taken you, really good care of it. Yeah, you're a detailed man. I like it. I am. Uh, Alrighty, so you are at the town center. The sun Cause I'm, is because I'm following the uh, the note, right? The what, note that I got. Yeah, um, I I would assume so. Yeah, 
I was just I was Great. just clarifying. We we went on a little bit of a tangent, so I want to make sure people didn't forget <laughs> that there was a note. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so you are you're you're you check up at the sun. The sun seems to be at its highest point, and you notice across the uh, there's a little fountain at the center of town, and you see uh, you see somebody. Is staring back at you. I and, try to I try to act mm-hmm. casual. Okay. And I sort of like walk over to the fountain, having we don't have fountains where I'm from, so I actually don't really know what this is. Uh, totally. And I'm going to. Uh, I'm assuming there's like a part of it that's like the water's like flowing out of. And I'm going to go up to it. Yeah. And I'm going to just uh, casually like take a few licks because like obviously this is a public water fountain. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to get a few licks in because I don't like to uh, get my whiskers wet by like drinking out of a cup or a bowl. Yeah, of course. You know, definitely some oh, people geez. give you a weird look. This is not what normally is happening at this fountain. Oh, but you don't darn. know that. Re- yeah, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. What else would this be for? <laughs> when I'm being casual and I'm keeping my eye on the on the yeah. guy who's looking at me, I'm just trying okay. not to not to like uh, stand out or draw attention to myself, which obviously totally. I, I have. <laughs> and you do notice um, it, it's, a, it's a woman with what's strange is like there's these technological bits that seem to have been implanted in her. So she has uh, this like s- this metal that um, across half of her face taking up um, a portion of her uh, or her right eye and drawing down um, to basically around her mouth. And oh, the other geez. half is the other half is flesh, and uh, she, she's got uh, she's got like scarlet red hair with a streak of white running through it. Dang! What race is she besides uh, besides See, being part metal? Person? Yeah, seemingly human. Okay, you would imagine. I'm definitely off put by the idea of a partially metal being. Yeah. That's certainly not something I've been exposed to before. Right. Uh, so I, I don't think I'm going to approach this person. I think I'm just going to keep my eye on them. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this is what big city folk are like. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why you never leave town. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so you you're going to you're going to stay there. Are you keeping an eye on her? I'm keeping an eye on her, but I'm, I'm afraid to approach her. Are you staring at her? Are you like trying to look away sometimes? I'm trying to be cool, but you know what? I'm a I'm I'm not very sly. (laughs) So I definitely am just staring at her. And then whenever she looks at me, I like look my head away. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) so she looks over at you. You look your head away. I'll roll a perception check. Man, it'd be so funny if I was like ninja cat. Every time she looks at me, I uh, looks at me, I stop, and then she looks away and I get closer and she looks at me, I stop. (laughs) <laughs> if only you had made your character cool enough to achieve that. I wish I had. Said I went with this lame farmer guy. <laughs> yeah. What am I rolling uh, for again? <laughs> Perception. Perception. Perception and hurting farmers. Ooh, 15 plus 1. 16. Ooh, look at me six, perceiving things. 16. So you look down and um and you notice to your left somebody just a few feet away. You look over and and you see her standing there. Whoa, did she get closer to me? She is now behind you. She was in front of ah! you to your right. I definitely jumped to my feet. I'm startled. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so you see her, and then you flick your eyes back, and you see her on both sides of you. Uh, uh, my, my head's like definitely shooting back and forth as I back up with my hands up. My initial instinct is just to surrender and get the fuck out. <laughs> Do Please, not, I, I don't have anything worth taking. Please, leave me alone. Do not make a scene. Why, why did you sneak up on me? <laughs> I, I thought cats were good in their peripherals. That seems, that seems like a, a mean thing to tease me about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting the sense she's kind of gruff, <laughs> straight to the point. Um, follow me. If you ever want to see your son again. You have my son? She does not answer. She starts uh, She starts walking south within this town. Wait, is he okay? I don't, like, completely follow her, but I take a few steps towards her. Mm-hmm. 
and there are okay well there are two of them and one of them uh so the the one walking straight forward the other one comes and shoves you in the back and says keep walking okay okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna walk forward and do as she says you're gonna follow yeah did you okay did you take my son is he hurt uh they don't answer you oh no <laughs> I don't like it. So I'm definitely are, I'm definitely very wary as I as I go with these guys. Yeah. Um are you, so they're going to lead you for probably about 10 minutes until they get to their destination. During that time would you do anything? Uh I mean like I definitely would at least a few more times try to bring up like where are you taking me? Like where's is where's my son? I, I well roll a persuasion check. Um yeah. Yeah. Also, my son's name is Amadutis. Amadutis. Mm-hmm. Amadutis. Amadadis. <laughs> Amadutis. Amadadis. Please tell me where Amadutis is. I, I'm rolling a what check? I keep forgetting. <laughs> Persuasion. Persuasion. Ooh. 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 I got that fifteen plus one sixteen. Dang! You're getting those fifteen. I am. Look at me being a little kitty cat persuader. And you, your eyes go wide. Oh, really God. showing that oh. you care about this. Gotcha. I'm giving them like puss in boot size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the you can see just for a moment the the human half of her face um, tweak into something in the realm of concern for you. Uh, she's Aww. as the and this she is does the one have a heart. Her heart's not <laughs> made of metal. We just learned that. Well, maybe. Uh, well, robots don't feel things, Casey. We all know this. Yeah, of course. You listen to that technology. Yeah. We will never, ever protect you. We're going to now, uh, humanity's going to be wiped out in the robot emotion wars of 2043. Yeah, and they'll all go back to, we listen to City of Town. <laughs> we listened for the first several episodes. We thought it was fun. And then one episode, they really treated technology badly. <laughs> uh, okay, so I so, persuade her with my, with my yeah, kitty cat so eyes. So the one behind you, it seems to be a little persuaded as she says, um, your son is alive. <gasps> there are people who want to see him that way, and there are those who don't. Did you- we are those who do want to see him alive oh and i i definitely like put my hand in my heart and like oh thank god oh please well are you taking me to him (laughs) um she she says in a way what does that mean she's not going to say anything else um as she's going to continue walking i'm coming i'm a dudas i'm coming (laughs) Daddy's on his way. Are you not you? Are you yelling that? Uh, in my head. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> he just starts yelling this in town. No, it's all in my head. Okay. All I'm right. too so scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael, it's gonna be okay. A, I yeah, don't know that your me, son is gonna is live. Michael, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, it seems like you arrive at where they were leading you as you approach this large beanstalk. Ooh. And they they tell you to uh, reach out your right paw. I, I reach out so? my left paw. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You, you rebel. They thwack your paw and they say, quit screwing around. I'm left, I'm left pawed. <laughs> my gosh. It's my stronger paw. Fine. But if you get ripped in half, that's on you. Okay, I'll, I'll take the risk. What are we doing anyways? What do you need my left paw for? <laughs> you reach it out and they've done the same, but with their right hands as the beanstalk um, there is a piece of vine that wraps around your paw, and uh, I definitely try to pull my paw back immediately. Okay, you you do so. I'm it does terrified. not. It does not stop you. Okay, I definitely I pull back and like my claws are out and I'm like, 
as they do not stop theirs, uh, and they, both of them, suddenly rip upwards, uh, and they, they move, they are gliding up the, um, up the beanstalk. The one who you seem to have gotten a bit of empathy from, um, yells back down to you, um, it's, uh, it's an elevator. Use it to get up to the, um, use it to get up to the top. An elevator? Yeah. Um, and I'm, uh, I want to use my, because obviously I'm a farmer. I know a lot yeah. about plants. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I use my knowledge of plants to try to understand this plant better? Yeah, absolutely. Like, do I recognize um, it as anything? I mean, you you would definitely recognize it as a beanstalk. Um, does it seem like a if you does it seem magical or something, or like a live plant, or? Well, I mean, it just reached out and pulled people up. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael, it seems. But to is have it like some... a naturally occurring plant, or is it something that like a like that I think is like a made by like a wizard or something? Well, roll a um, roll a knowledge arcana. Check. Ooh. Well, I, I have a good knowledge nature slash plants check, but my knowledge arcana is awful. Okay. Um, that's okay. Sure. I, I'll give it to you on this one. Do a knowledge nature. All right. So that's a 12 plus four, 16. Okay, cool. Uh, with a 16, I mean, you, you have heard tale about, um, you know, these, these are maybe myths. These are maybe fantasies, uh, or, you know, you, you just haven't seen enough of the world to really know whether... I um, haven't. Yeah, but you do get the sense that, that there is something more going on. Though it may be natural, it may be magical. Oh. Um, uh, uh-huh. Okay, I will very cautiously start to reach out with my left paw. Then I'll rethink it, since I just saw what this thing does, and I'll reach out with my right paw instead. Okay. And again, a tendril of the uh, vine wraps itself around your arm. And, and then I tense up a little bit and I can't really help it, but my claws kind of come out. I don't do anything to the vine or try to stop it, but I just like can't stop my reflexes. Okay, certainly. The vine, the vine seemingly, you're not puncturing into it, correct? No, I'm just, I'm assuming it's like wrapping around my wrist or something. It is. Yeah, yeah. So my claws are just coming out. They're not, I'm not like okay. scratching at it. Great, yeah. So it does. It runs up your up your arm and then around your waist, essentially, oh. creating uh, creating a, like a carabiner effect. Uh, as suddenly you are pulled very quickly. I'm going to need you to roll a strength check. Alrighty. That would be a six minus one, which is five. You're you're a, you're a farmer and you have a minus one. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about it till after I'd said it. I get I'll retcon it. Six plus two, eight. Yeah, I mean your dude is. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a farmer. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I actually created this because I thought you'd be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he does like farmer carries all the time. Yeah, He'll you're be right. Good. Farmer carries are good for you. I think that my dude's my dude's yeah. ripped. Let's just go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Um, so, yeah, you you said an eight? Uh, yeah, that was a six plus two, eight. Okay, cool. Uh, so, not great. <laughs> not great. So, with an eight, um, you are not used to this, nor should you be. This is something that's never it'd happened be, It'd be weird you. if I was used to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you you get flung up, and for a moment, you start to falter. I'm and definitely thing- hissing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and people are watching you as they're like, this, this, you know, this is why we don't let outsiders into the town. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I'm giving all tabaxi and outsiders a bad rap. Yeah. Stupid country folk. Yeah, well, they're jackass city folk. So, uh, they are. <laughs> Agreed. So you are being flung up there pretty quickly. You start to fall out of the sling for a moment and it wraps tighter around you uh giving you one point of damage 
um, as it really constricts. But that's one point of damage. It's not that much. This is a dangerous um, ass elevator. <laughs> it is. It is when you I don't wish know I'd how taken to use the it. <laughs> and finally, you um, it like brings you up, and you see above you a a flooring that is not like it looks like you're about to just ram straight into the flooring and then at the last moment the it's like um pieces of greenery open up and you fly through it um sort of bungee for a second and then your feet land softly on the ground yeah and of course i land on all fours yeah absolutely and you land on all fours like every cat should yep fully alert just like (laughs) like looking around claws extended just like what's going on Yep, and you see that you're in a stall um, with an. Oh, there's no, there's no door in front of you, but you see you're in a stall, and right past the stall is a beautifully ornate tavern. And oh, I, I definitely it, like detense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get up to my two feet, brush myself yeah. off a bit. It's kind of fun. Like, kind of. Sorry, go ahead. Act like, uh, act like everything's cool. You know. I wasn't just panicking. Who was panicking? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, and you you look around. It's kind of, it's nice in here. It actually feels rustic and um, similar to the um, the old caboose, which is the... The old caboose? It's, that's, the, that's the pub near where you live. The old... It's the only pub for miles. Oh my gosh, that's great. And it, so uh, this gives me a little taste of home, huh? It, it does, nice. yeah. And you walk out of this stall and you see that there are four stalls um, where people are essentially are flung up here. Uh, and that's how they arrive at the, at the tavern. This is an absolutely wild transportation system. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. So you see. How many deaths per year are caused by this? Also, people are coming up here to drink. And then they get drunk and they have to take this thing back down. Dude, yeah, man. They must have People like a thirty percent fatality rate. <laughs> you you could talk to the barkeep, but you do see uh, the two women who were leading you. Uh, they're standing against a doorway. Uh, I definitely will the approach them. I'm looking around and I definitely have a smile on my face. It's nice to just like actually feel a little bit see something that feels familiar to me. So much about yeah. the city has just been. Like, so weird. So much weird food and pe- types of people I've never seen before. And, like, there's lines everywhere. Like, we never have to wait in line in the country. Oh, yeah. I, dude, it, it's it's pretty cool, man, I, in here. And you see, you're smiling. And suddenly some, some dude slides over to you and he says, oh, What's up, mate? <laughs> see you see standing there. How's it going? It, it's been going good. How how are you doing, kind sir? Ah, uh, and he he is he's double fisted, two pints of ale. Uh, and he's he's a large he's a large human who just downs one of them and says, "Nothing like a little day drinking, man." <laughs> it looks like looks like you're having fun. I will Can leave I... you to it. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right. And he downs the other one as he kind of flops onto a stool <laughs> belly first and is just laying there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, you place, make your way- this guy is not going to survive the elevator ride down. <laughs> he might not. He definitely uh, is not. You, you, you see other people. I, this place is crowded for Ooh. the afternoon. Oh yeah. Um, so like, is it like what, like two or three in the afternoon? Uh, well, the sun was highest in the sky, and the walk wasn't that long. Oh so my god. It's, it's like noon, noon thirty. Oh my god. Yeah. This town likes the day drink. <laughs> they too, man. It's the city of town, <laughs> and like and we drink. And I think that is a strange idea to me because. I work a lot in the middle of the day. That's like the time right. of the day that I have to get the most done. So yeah. I, like, I would never drink alcohol in the middle of the day. I mean, unless you're all one of those sweet, sweet stone wheeled tractors. Stone wheel tractors. <laughs> you and your stone wheels. We don't have we don't have those stone wheeled tractors out in the country. Okay. That's a well. city folk thing. <laughs> 
you know what? I'm right. gonna go up. I want to go up to the to the two women who brought me here. Yeah, for sure. So and you I'm gonna immediately up. ask the question I should have asked a long time ago. Why is your face metal? <laughs> you walk up, and that's the first thing you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, as the one the one who you've gotten to know says, "Name's Helena." And both of us were genetically modified as children. These little implants, well, (laughs) when there's wars and there's all sorts of other things, people start tinkering, finding new uses for the human body. You people aren't going to put metal into my boy, are you? Not if we stop him. So you you aren't the ones who have him. Has he been kidnapped? Come on in. There are prying eyes out here. I need to know. Is my son safe? I yeah, they're they're telling you to go inside a door. Do you want to go in it? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to wait. I want to know if my son's safe. Okay. So there go the one who's not so so friendly is gonna kind of grab you by the neck, scruff on your back, and kind of shove you through the door. What as are you, my mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'll go. I'll go with her. I won't fight. Okay, you won't. You won't try. Stop. No. Okay. Um, and you know you, your neck gets grabbed, and it kind of feels it kind of feels nice and and homely. <laughs> but uh, you are not my mom. <laughs> Only so my mom go, gets to do that. <laughs> You go in and, and you see a darkly lit room. There's just a small chandelier at the center with a few candles in it. So, uh, you know, I don't think you have any trouble seeing, but it's it's definitely a little darker in here. Do tabaxi have night vision? Cats have really good night vision, don't they? Yeah, I think probably tabaxi do have dark vision. I think but so. But I can't remember. And you know what we're not going to do? We're not, not going to reference the rules. Heck no. So oh, we'll say you do, because that's the best cool. of our guesses. And then that'll be a point against you for the corrections corner. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, got me good. Uh, so you see inside, you see a few people seated in there, um, and they they look up. They see who who's entering, and they, they look back down. They have a map outstretched along the table, and they seem to be in the middle of a conversation that's now been stalled um, as everyone's kind of looking to you and to Helena. Um, I definitely well, look from them to Helena, back to them to Helena. <laughs> I'm confused. What's your character's name? Oh, well, obviously... My character's name is Corin. Corin? Corin. Corin. Okay. Corin, and then it was Amadude? Amadudus. Amadudus. Mm-hmm. Um, Helena says- a, t- a traditional tabaxi first name. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many of, many of your parents have shared the same name. Oh, yes. Uh, My great, great, great grandfather, Amadudus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Helena says- this is Amadutus' uh, father. You you all know Amadutus? And the person at the center of the table, uh, a hefty orc, says, Yeah, we know Amadutus. Oh, what a good strapping boy. Do Slipped you... right through our fingers. What do you mean? You, 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 <laughs> seem, you seem mighty confused. Uh, may you take a seat? Maybe we can uh, get you down on the what's up. Where is he? I don't understand. Did you try to take him? Did you kidnap my son? And I get kind of angry. Us? And he looks around and everybody kind of laughs at that uh, as he says, us? No way. We're part of the Relief Society for the city of town. We go around fixing things up, traveling from place to place, making sure the world's a little bit better. But you said he slipped through your fingers. He did. He was about to sign up and suddenly got skedaddled by a couple of battles. Battles? Well, I, sorry, baddies. Oh, what? I went, I went for the whole... I went for the whole rhyming thing versus <laughs> making sense. So he, so he has been kidnapped, but not by you. 
Not by us, no way, oh, no, no how. What did my son get all mixed up in? First he was trying to join some sort of charity when our town needs all the help it can get and he tries to go help others and then he gets kidnapped. <sighs> well, unfortunately. And I put my head in my pot and I'm like, I did it in real life and I didn't say that I did it. <laughs> I literally put my head in my hand. <laughs> and I was like, they can see this. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has a little bit of ESP, and it's <laughs> primarily used for this podcast. Yes. Uh, as the person says, well, I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but oh, you were so confused, we figured we had to help. Yeah, the other day he was he was near signed up. I'm a dude, this real nice boy again, uh, and was willing to help out, do whatever it took. And then all of a sudden, these, <laughs> well, there's this whole little, um, well, you could call him a cult. And I definitely, my eyes widen at that word. <laughs> they, I am, they, I am concerned. They strung a potato uh, bag over his head, tore him into, uh, onto a horse, and they sped away faster than we could. Not My that the town guard did much. Has been kidnapped by a by a cult. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Rough, rough, mean cult too. I, they do all sorts of sacrifices every uh, every third day of the tri month. How many days ago was my son taken? <laughs> One. Tomorrow's the third day. Oh no, no! I mean, <laughs> oh shoot! Wait, Patty, what day is it? And the other, uh, the other woman who helped you along, um, she says, "It's the third day today." And he says, "Ah, oh, shoot! That means it's today." Ah! Uh, <laughs> no. We, Wait. Well, we better. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Tell him no. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. We can't turn back time, but we certainly can get our feet to moving. Y do you know uh, where he is? Can you help me get him? Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing about the Release Society. We got ears in every nook and cranny of this town. Oh, thank goodness. We're here in uh, the cult, the Doomsayers. The Doomsayers, they're looking to do their uh, whole ritual in the Upper East Corner. So, where where is that? And I look at the map, and I like motion from the point where it is. And he points you to a place only a few clicks away from where where you're at currently. Um, up again to the northeast. You're you're sort of you're towards again the center of town. You're not too far. You went a little bit west. No, you went a little south when uh, you went to the the beanstalk. Got it. So. So um, if we go there, we'll find my boy. That's what we're hoping. We're hoping we'll find more than your boy. There's a few uh, lads and lassies that went missing. So I take we, out my pitchfork and I slam it into the into the map right at that point, like an anger. Uh -huh. And I stand up brusquely and I say, I may just be a simple farmer from the country. And I may not have experience as a city slicker like any of you. But I do know one thing. Family is the only thing that matters. And if you'll help me on this quest to save my boy, I will be in your debt. And farmers always repay their debts. Well, it sounds like you got yourself a deal. And I, I extend out my paw towards him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he extends his hand. And uh, I'm gonna shake his hand. Cool. And his hand is quite large, being uh, being a rather tall orc. Ooh, um, I got an orc on my team. Yeah, hey, doomsayers, y'all yeah. are screwed. I got an yeah. orc. <laughs> y'all about to get orked. <laughs> and and so you guys kind of game plan for a second. And he he says, "Well, now uh, we were gonna, you know, we we always need." more people to help us uh, during these little rescue missions of the Doomsayers, but this time, well, there's a reason we need your help. You see... What could I possibly do? I'm just, a, I'm just a simple farmer. Oh, simple farmer's what we need. This whole ritual, 
It's in the center of a mystical cornfield. I We're know out. corn. <laughs> I I grow corn. I know everything about corn. That's what we were hoping for. You do? What's a cornfield doing in the middle of a city? Well, again, it's to the northeast end. You gotta have some produce around here. Oh no, this makes me kind of worried. Like now, I know that the city is that the cities are like growing their own food. <laughs> like, uh -huh. what use are they gonna have for places like where I live <laughs> if they grow all their own food? How long do you have this existential crisis? Oh, like 30 seconds. My son's in danger. 30 seconds? Yep. Okay, so you sit in silence for 30 <laughs> seconds. Everybody kind of looks at you like, all right, dude. I think I talk out loud about it. <laughs> okay, what do like, you say? And I'm like, like, what do people in the city know about growing corn? They think they can grow better corn than we can grow out in the country? You should see the quality of our corn. And, like, if they're growing the corn here, then what are we supposed to be doing out there? Like, the whole point is that we grow the food and we send it to the city, and the city pays us to do that. Without that, the entire balance is thrown into danger, and all of society is going to collapse. All right, my boy's in trouble. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And you guys, yeah, you start heading out. He, he, look, um, the orc says to you, luckily, we got another way out of here. Too many prying eyes in that bar. Uh, as he opens up a hatch. I like this bar that's just completely full of spies. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> yeah. is so concerned about this bar. Just everyone in the bar listening and informing. So why do we meet here? <laughs> do you ask that or do is you leave it? Oh, no, I'm too busy getting my son. This is Michael. Yeah. But like, okay, I just yeah. like, why do we always meet in bars full of spies? There's oh nowhere else. There's nowhere else, man. How could there be? It's a town. Oh my gosh. It's a city. Of town. Oh my gosh. All right. So he opens the hatch and he says, Well, <laughs> it's going to require a little leap of faith as he suddenly just falls and you do not see where he lands. You see him falling and then all of a sudden he like glimmers for a second and he's gone. Well,. I've got five lives left, so might as well use one for my son. And I jump out after him. Terrific. So you start falling, and then I'm going to need you to roll an acrobatics check. Oh, right. That young acrobatics with, check. With at advantage, obviously. Because cats always land on their feet. Yeah. Well, that's a 12. Okay. And that's an 8. So 12 plus 1, 13. 13, okay. Not not too shabby. Um, you're falling, and suddenly you see yourself sparkling, and then you fall. Uh, you fall past that point, and all of a sudden you're staring down at this cornfield, and you're approaching it very quickly. Um, you hit towards. You're landing basically right outside of the cornfield as you hit, uh, and the ground sinks in. You seemingly not getting hurt by it, and then you bounce up, and you land. Um, it is almost like a trampoline effect. Dang. And This is some, some low-me topsoil. <laughs> I know a so lot about topsoil. Ooh, wow. Do I actually, do you know what? I, I want to like, I want to look at it for a moment. Like, I understand what's going on with this topsoil, right? Uh, roll, roll a knowledge nature check with advantage. Okay, well, good, because that was a six. That was a five. I don't think I know anything about this topsoil. Wow. Well, <laughs> so you're you're inspecting it, and you're about to get it, when all of a sudden you see um, you see the orc standing there. He says, move, you fool! And you look up, and Helena is just bounding straight towards you. You are barely able to move out of the way in time, immediately forgetting any knowledge you had of the topsoil, but avoiding getting crushed into a terrible pulp. You know, I'd, I'd prefer to not be crushed into a terrible pulp, so I'm glad it, that it worked out this way. Right on. As the final people land, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, Lorne, the, the orc, uh, Lorne, he, he looks at you and he says, well, now we're in your field, uh, so to speak. As All right. you... Look over the crops, and they're pretty high, so you can't see necessarily into them. I walk over 
to one of the corn stalks and I reach mm-hmm. my paw out and I grab a piece of corn off of it and I quickly shuck it in like one smooth movement because I know everything about shucking corn. I'm a pro at this. Yeah. Leaving just the normal corn and I take it and I take a big sniff of it as I run it underneath my nose and I use uh, my feet of corn whisperer <laughs> to now I now I actually know like the basic layout of this cornfield and any like major uh, uh, landmarks within it. <laughs> Uh, absolutely you yeah you you smell this and and your senses just spread through and the strange thing is is you you do you get a lay of the land you get the kind of the pieces and you feel people moving through towards the center and then all of a sudden everything starts shifting and realigning and then you still know where everything is but it's all in different places and you remember Meaning. that this is a mystical cornfield and it seems like the labyrinth that's created moves and transitions uh, about every half hour oh so everything so i so i understand where everything is but it all but everything is like changing this this is not like a solid plane of existence inside this cornfield exactly it moves around to like make it confusing Yep, exactly. Wow. Yeah, you, okay. could, you could almost say it's a complication that the DM decided to have. Because <laughs> I, because I came up with a super powerful <laughs> specific. No, because he said that it was mystical, and when he said it was mystical, he went, "I like Harry Potter sometimes," and he went, "It sometimes? would be fun if this thing moved." Oh, that sounds great. It's always like and, the, it's like the stairs. And then you came up with a cool feat, and so he decided to find a way for the feat to still be helpful while he could still have his cool idea. Well, look at that, Casey. You did a good job. Thanks. Anyway, so I'm going to look at my <laughs> friends. I'm going to explain to them yeah. uh, the mystical elements of this cornfield. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, hey. it's okay, though. I under- this is- I'll be able to navigate us through this relatively easily because I am, of course, a child of the corn. <laughs> so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. You I, trying not to react to that was great. I I tried so hard. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll a survival check with advantage. Oh yeah, that's a 17 plus four. Oh no no no, no. and an 18. I rolled a 17 and an 18, but it's not a plus four. It's a plus two. Dang, though, a 20. Okay, so with a 20, you are able to navigate quickly. You're making really great time as you all press forward. Uh, you with your pitchfork, everyone else has um, little little weapons and whatnot is there as you all can press into the cornfield. And I definitely uh, am listening to the corn the entire time with my corn whisperer feet so they can, mm-hmm. so they can tell me if uh, there are any disturbances in the corn. Yeah, and you and gotta again, sense those disturbances in the corn. <laughs> you really do. You, you're making such good time that it seems like you're going to arrive at your destination with ten minutes to spare. Ooh, perfect. Because uh, we don't want the shift on us. Exactly, and so I spur the troops you, on. Like, come on, guys, we got we got to keep moving. Got to keep the pace up. <laughs> my son's ju- my son's nearby. You can tell they, they'd been walking for 15 minutes and they were all starting to slow a little bit. But you really, you call them to action and they, uh, Lauren gives you a nod and says, yeah, you're right. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, and so you all keep moving. And soon you start to hear um, words. They're, they're hard to make out because they're still a little bit far away. But you get the sense that you're, you're coming upon the cult. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have? A, do I sense anything in the corn? You, you notice that about ten feet ahead, there seems to be something. The the corn is telling you there is something. There is something, um, not normal, not corrupted, dead ahead. Uh. It is corrupted. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put my paw up like in a fist, like stop. So that everyone doesn't keep going forward. And I'm going to turn to Lauren and I'm going to say, I sense a disturbance in the corn. Something's ahead. Hmm. Very close and not normal. 
uh, Esmeralda, will, will you have a, have a look at this, see, see what's going on? And um, someone who, who you'd noticed but had been quiet the, the entire time steps forward, and she has this small medallion in her hand, and she throws it, and it hits air. It stops right where you had said there was some type of disturbance. And you see a murky black liquid drip down the medallion. And she says, huh, it's a darkness spell. Well, good thing that's not going to stop us. And you see the medallion start to shimmer a bright light uh, as she grabs it from, from where she was standing and presses forward you all move where she just was and you see that indeed it's as though the sun has been blotched out here oh gosh and there is a little bit of a haze Uh, but you are all still able to see quite a ways in front of you due to this medallion awesome uh, and so, yeah, so are you going to keep moving forward? Uh, yeah, I most certainly am. Great. So roll me, roll me a stealth check. This will be for the whole party. Ooh, that was a 19. Holy crap. All right, that's awesome. So you guys are moving forward silently. Mm-hmm. And you are able to reach, um, you can really hear the words at this point, and you hear somebody murmuring incantations of some kind, and you are able to, uh, you are able to get to the outskirts of where it seems like there's, there's a, a somewhat large opening where the, the crops have been cut down. And so you, you are able to peer out and you see five people who have potato bags over their heads and are tied up. And one of them has paws. Oh, you know those paws. You've seen them before and you've seen them many times. You've wiped those paws several times when they were a child. This is your son. <gasps> I'm a dudas. <laughs> And I definitely and, get excited the second I see him, and I sort of like immediately reveal myself. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Are you? I just can't help it. Like I, like I just immediately see him. I'm like, I have to get to him. You step out into the cornfield, and you know you snap a little, yeah, a little corn stalk on the ground, certainly making yourself uh, known by everyone as they all look at you. Um, the incantations stop. Let go of my son. <sighs> and which one is your son? I point says, to Amadutas. Says the, mm-hmm. That one. And if you don't let go of him right now, you will regret it. Oh, uh-huh. right. And this is this large ogre who is standing, uh, who is doing the incantations, a scribe in front of him um, that he was reading from. And he kind of steps, uh, he steps in front of the parchment and looks at you, uh, looks you up and down and says, well, <laughs> we like trouble here. Well, let me give you some. And I kick up a piece of the corn that's on the ground and I grab it out of the air in my paw, and I say, the power of the corn compels you, and I cast uh, Corn You Hear Me, and all of a sudden, all the corn in the area, with the spell, because I am actually part druid, by the way. I was wondering earlier when you were asking, <laughs> I actually almost said, are you a druid? And then I was like, I mean, he hasn't said he is. I have a, I have a few levels of druid. <laughs> and all a of a sudden- A few levels? Yes. Man, dudes, okay. And all of a sudden, all the corn in the area is going to emit a high-powered sonic wave, which is going to deafen anyone who uh, fails a DC 15 uh, saving throw. Constitution. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm going to roll for him. Uh, Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. What? 
Okay, so you immediately see him grab his ears, and he goes down to his knees as he as he uh, lets out a scream. <laughs> uh, looking around, he he certainly has been affected, completely deafened, and then you see his followers. <laughs> who all seem entirely fine (laughs) as though they're not just fine as though they understood this and they will not be affected by it oh no do they roll that 20 because they rolled a stupid (laughs) nat 20 oh my god of course they did and they all let out guttural screams "Ah!" as they are going to charge towards you and um, they're they're charging towards you, and at the same moment, they're about to ram into you when all of them come head to head with uh, Helena and Peggy and uh, and Lorne, who all slam into them, and they are locked into a fight. Awesome! Uh, mm-hmm. Can I do something? Is it my turn? Yep. Now it's your turn. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and cast a spell called Corn't Stop Me Now. And it allows me to, on this turn, uh, with my movement, like, get through people without provoking any attacks of opportunity. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to, like, run through the battle, just, like, moving past people uh, and try to get get to my son. Now, that was a spell, right, that you cast? That's a spell that that gives me that ability. Okay, gotcha. So that uses your action. So you are able to get to your son in time. Um... I'd say with your bonus action, you could probably at least pull the the potato bag off. Yeah, totally. I will absolutely pull the potato bag off. I said, and I'll and do it with my free action. Then I'll go, son. I found you. <laughs> and, and he looks up to you and he says, "Father, father, I'm I'm so sorry. I should have never. I should have never left. I'm so sorry. I I don't know what I was thinking." It's okay, uh, son. We're gonna get you he- out of here. Okay, and it's back to the ogre's turn, who is going to try to roll to... Uh, oh, yeah, nope. Um, <laughs> so he he falls to the ground. He's laying there completely deafened. The, the corn still aimed towards him, <laughs> really, really getting to him. Uh, as then you see the um, the people locked into a fight. The All of a sudden, these vines grow out of the ground, and you see that they're growing from the medallion that's now laying there as they all start to grapple um, anyone within the range. Uh, let's see. Okay, and it, literally everyone is, uh, is grappled. On what side? As these... On both sides. What? I'm grappled too? Oh, no, oh, no. no. Oh, I'm sorry. not a part of it. Yeah, you're not a part of the skirmish. Gotcha. Literally, just I just all of the followers and Lorne and all of his gang are completely grappled. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's back to your turn. I I am going to use my... I'm going to extend my claw out, and I'm going to cut the ropes that are binding my son's hand. Yeah, you do so. Um, you don't have any, any, any troubles with that. Yeah, is the ogre nearby? Yeah, he is laying on the ground about eight feet away from you. Do I have any reason to think that he's the one who cast that? He's out of it because of the because of the spell I cast, right? Again, it. Yeah, again, it was a medallion, um, seemingly the medallion of Esmeralda. Oh, the the medallion that was used to get us through the darkness spell. Yeah, exactly. Then this why did she just, grapple both sides? Because that's how. Oh, it's just that's just what the spell does. I understand. I understand. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I am going to walk over to, uh, the guy who's writhing on the ground, holding his ears, and I'm gonna put my pitchfork against his throat. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say anything because I know he's deaf, (laughs) but I'm gonna look at him like, like you make a move and you die. Okay. Um. That's going to end your turn, so it's his turn. He's going to roll for deafness. Oh, my gosh. He got the he got a 10 every time. <laughs> As blood, uh, green blood spews down his ears. He's permanently deaf. Oh. Um, As with three failures, you become permanently deaf. I like that. I have As, deafened this man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> As he looks at you and his eyes roll backwards... 
Um, he is he is very incapacitated, um, seemingly definitely unable to move. Uh, I'm going to yell out to the other people in my party. I'm going to say, are you guys okay? They're not. They're being grappled. But it's our party who has who caused that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they, I mean, want, I they guess, want to be grappled. Yeah, I guess they're like, oh, uh, Lauren shouts back to you. Yeah, no problems over here. <laughs> uh, so I guess I can just free the other people who were the sacrifices. Yeah, if you uh, want to. I'm going to do this. Tie him up. And I, I looked, I, I like motioned my head towards the uh, ogre mm-hmm. while I have my pitchfork still against his throat. So I, I, I want to have my son tie him up. Yeah. And Amadutis uh, dutifully grabs some of the, um, some of the stalks on the ground and ties beautiful farmer's knots. Um, I, I tear he, up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He is, he has listened to you um, and, and certainly has learned. I taught um, you well, son. As you are, you're going to unleash everybody else? Yeah, I'm going to let go of the other uh, sacrifices. And, okay, so you and you, um, so you go and you release the other sacrifices, and the cultists are seeing this, and they, they look to their leader who is on the ground um, and just not moving at all, and they, they seemingly stop fighting. As the spell lifts away, um, so that the vines the vines die out, and everyone lands on the ground, and they all look over to you, and they walk towards you and they say, "Leader, you are our leader." I, I put my paws up like bashfully, and I go, "No, no, no, I am but a simple farmer," <laughs> and well, if. If any of you want to come work on a farm, you could. I could teach you how to farm and the ways of the farmer. But I am not a prophet. I am not any sort of god. I am just a man who grows food. They all they all definitely hear you say that. Um, and also yeah. has corn-based superpowers. <laughs> yeah, they do not. They still think you're 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 definitely a messiah of Great. some kind, uh, and they are all absolutely thrilled to go work on this farm. And I, I kind of kneel down in front of them, and I take a piece of corn, and I I put, peel the shuck back a little bit and show it to them. I go, this, this is what life is all about: corn and food. <laughs> and I will and, teach you and, the power of the corn. And family was family there. Oh, and family. And I look at I look at my son who's next to me. And <laughs> I have this tear in my eye, and I go, and family. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to be willing to let go. Uh, and I, I I I put my hand on my son's arm, and I go, son, if you don't want to be a farmer, I understand, and you should live the life that you want and that you believe is right for you. I don't ever want to be the reason that holds you back. Oh, I love you so much, Dad. I love and you he, too, son. And he hugs you. He hugs you real tight. And as we're hugging, and like my my head's over his shoulder, I look at the corn and I mouth, "I love you too, corn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you see a colonel wink at you. Aww. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, and then I. But, uh, yeah. I stand up after hugging my son. I go, you know what? I think that we all deserve a snack. And also, I want to destroy uh, this cornfield, so I'm going to cast the spell Pop Pop. <laughs> and all of the corn kernels are just going to explode into popcorn in this oh. entire field. And, and it does. You just see it thundering off all around you as kernels literally they like it like an ocean wave crash into you guys and push you towards the top and everyone is like laughing and super happy as they're all laying on the top of this popcorn that's expertly deliciously cooked oh and i don't think that we untied or saved the ogre so we kind of forgot about him and he probably drowned in the popcorn yeah, the popcorn makes such a deafening roar that it breaks his brain. <laughs> yeah. uh, they actually, that's what makes, that's like where all the salt comes from, oh, is this ogre. Good, <laughs> I guess. That's not disturbing. 
light cannibalism. It's light <laughs> cannibalism. And light uh, is spelled L-I-T-E. <laughs> and with that, I think that's where we're going to end the session. Dude, that was fun. I like that, that one a lot. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, I, I, I had fun. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun world. Yeah. I liked that we were actually in City of Town. It was nice. Yeah. I want it. Yeah, I was excited to go back. Uh, and I saved the rural community. No yeah, more you, farming in the city. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had forgotten that's why you did that. I. Uh, oh, that I. Oh, about the, that's why I destroyed the corn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got to save my town, man. Save my way I, of life. I like it. And you did. I you successfully did. did. Great world building, uh, Casey. A plus work. I, thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks so much. Yeah. And thank you all for listening. Yeah. Seriously, this has the been the bottom of our mechanical hearts. Thank you. This has been City of Town. An improvised D&D An improvised D&D Oh, my gosh. Uh, thank you so much to Catherine Chuljin for making sick cover art. But up, but up, but up. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to Ryan Riveros for editing. Thanks, Ryan. We uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Go check out Ad City of Town D and D. That's Ad City of Town D and D. One more time. Ad City of Town D and D. Uh, that's on, on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, thanks again, guys. Love Bye. you all.